Hi everyone, welcome back to The Pulse, our long-form program where you can find a multitude of our shows all in one place. I'm your host, Sam Perry. Stay tuned for What's Up Spokane where we give you all the latest local news coming up after this. The world has changed a lot in 50 years, and Kimley Haygood has changed with it. We still provide our customers with the highest level of service, whether it's financing, construction management, property management and maintenance, leasing or sales. Our team is here to help you make the best decisions with your real estate. What's up, Spokane? Welcome back. I'm your host, Sam Perry, here to keep you up to date on all things happening in our wonderful city in the Inland Northwest. So we just found out that, unfortunately, this year's edition of HoopFest has been canceled. After discussions with Governor Inslee, the Washington State Department of Health, and the Spokane Regional Health District, HoopFest director Matt Santangelo decided it was best not to hold the event this year. While it comes with a heavy heart, he assures fans and players that the priority is the safety and well-being of the community. Registered teams can choose to donate their fees to the small business of HoopFest or request partial refunds. And to update on the Spokane City Council primary election, a recount was held for the District 1 Council Position 2 after Nagmana Shirazi and Luke Jasmine III were counted to, to be separated by a mere four votes. The recount did hold up that Shirazi was the winner and Jasmine III is out of the race. He posted this on his Facebook page on Tuesday, thanking his family and supporters and publicly endorsing Shirazi. And that's what's up, Spokane. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be right back with The Pulse. Well, this is Looms Day in Spokane. We got about 40 firefighters and their friends and family handing out 40,000 cups of water as the day goes by. It's a very good opportunity to see the public and support them and help them out and cheer them on during Looms Day. It's one of the best things about Spokane is that we have these major events and the whole community comes together not just to participate but to volunteer and show that they really care about our city and making our city look great. This type of an event really is emblematic of Spokane because so many people get involved. We have 50,000 people probably running this race, always has been a very huge event. Right now we're at the corner of Broadway and Nettleton. It's the last water station before the finish, so people are pretty much uh, dehydrated by the time they get to us. They really need our water. The water stations are a vital part, especially on a warm days like today. It's real important that we have the volunteers to help with that. Without the volunteers, Bloomsday wouldn't exist. All up and down the course, there are people that are involved in this celebration. It really is a celebration of what Spokane's all about. At Wendell, you are respected, you are valued, and we have an experience tailored to fit your lifestyle. I'm Nick. And I'm Gina. And we bought three cars from Wendell Motors. Uh, throughout the day, I just kind of would get updates, texts, phone calls, and I was actually really impressed with, with how my wife was taken care of. People should shop at Wendell because they make you feel like family. For your tailored experience, come see us at Wendell at the Y or Wendell.com. Welcome to Apex Plaza, Spokane's one-stop cannabis destination. Apex Cannabis features thousands of economy, value, and luxury cannabis products. Canagear features hemp-based CBD products, glass, goods, and gear. Stop by 1325 North Division to experience the Apex difference. This product has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence of this drug. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. When building a home or considering a major remodel, who are you going to choose? The Spokane Home Builders Association is an organization that works to elevate professionalism in the residential construction industry. We promote, protect, and educate for our community building our community one home at a time. We are the Spokane Home Builders Association.
Now, I'm going to sit down with Jameson Sachs, the 16-year-old daughter of Spokane Talks' own Ken Sachs, about her summer job as a meal preparation and delivery service. Check it out. Once again, I'm your host, Samuel Perry. Thank you for coming. Very special guest here today. I'm joined by Ms. Lene Thornton and Jameson Sachs. How are you guys today? Doing great. Awesome. Thank you for coming in. I am very interested, Jameson. Tell me about this meal prep service that you have. Uh, so basically, I'll make food for people and then record the, everything they need for their goals, whether that's like gaining weight, maintaining weight, losing weight. Mm -hmm. I think the most popular one's probably losing weight. Okay. And I mean, it seems to be working really well for the people doing it. Awesome. And is it personal to your client? So yeah. Like every, every, all the meals, all the plans you make, it's very personal to who wants what? Yeah. So like, for example, I'll make one big dish, but then I'll portion it out for the person. So it fits what they eat. Okay. Yeah. And three meals a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Is that the plan? Uh, well, it's three meals a day, three days worth of food, and then two snacks each day. So like, okay. yeah, three days at a time. Very cool. How did this um, idea come to fruition? How did it come about? Oh, uh, well, I've been losing weight since January. And then I started helping my dad out around March and pretty much doing a meal prep thing. And then over summer, instead of getting a summer job, I just decided I would do this instead. Okay. Are you going to continue this through the school year? Uh, I plan to. Awesome. Yeah. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 16. 16. Very cool. In high school. This is a very cool thing. What's your, what's your client base look like? All in Spokane, all in the area? Do you have any in... CDA, the Valley? Um, no, they're all in Spokane. Okay. I can do the Valley. I don't really do Coeur d'Alene, though. But. Okay. And you deliver the meals yourselves, like, by, in person, by hand? Yeah. Or sometimes I'll have someone else deliver it, but, like, you don't really have to come to the house and get it unless you want to. Okay. This is very cool. I wish I had something like that. I eat the same thing, like, every day, and I make all the same meals a day, so I hope I, maybe I can try this out sometime. Mm -hmm. And Miss Lene, you're a client of Jameson's. I am a client. When, yes. did, you, when did you become a client? The end of June, I was talking to her dad because we are in the same real estate. Mm -hmm. And Ken was talking about how Jameson was making his meals and he's lost some weight over COVID. And I struggle with um, my time with having to make meals and as busy as real estate is. And what do I eat and how does it fit into my macros? And so when he was talking about Jameson and how she wanted to uh, have clients, I'm like, I could do that. So I contacted Jameson through a text message and she said, yeah, that'd be great. So we kind of worked out the details and she decided what she was going to charge per week and uh, how the meals would, would work three days at a time. So it's Sunday through Wednesday usually. Yeah. Tuesday. And then, but it depends because sometimes uh, she on, was on vacation and so was I. And um, she has my garage code. So she comes to my house and delivers uh, the food to the fridge. Um, but lots of variety. Uh, everything's fresh. So how it started was I gave her my macros and I asked my personal trainer, okay, what do I, where do I go? Where do I eat? And so we figured out our macros between the fats, the proteins, and the carbs. And I gave that to Jameson and she took it from there. She decided what that was gonna look like in three meals and two snacks and um, how much protein, the carbs, and the fat ratio so that every time I eat something, it's perfectly proportioned to what I need per meal and per day. It's fabulous. Wow, so you've yes. been a client for about a month and a half, two months? Yeah. At mm -hmm. this point, are you like hands off? Jameson takes the reins and she knows what to do, what not yes. to do? Yes. I try to tell her what I don't like, but I'm not sure there has been anything that I haven't. Really? <laughs> haven't. Like we're, we've had sushi and um, she makes these fabulous chocolate protein pancakes with raspberries and sugar-free syrup. Yeah. And one. one of my favorite is zoodles with um, sun-dried tomatoes and feta cheese. That was the best. Um, what else? Um, I can't really think of it. I kind of just like make <laughs> it and then like if someone asks me to make them something, I can't really just do on the fly. I don't have to like plan it out. She okay. does a good yeah. job planning. Lots of variety. Cool. Are all the recipes just off the dome? Do you look any up or are they all just locked in the brain? Uh, well, I'll get some inspiration if I see something mm -hmm. and then I'll kind of change it a little bit to make it less like, you know, unhealthy. And then I'll put that in. Like the zoodles is just a variation of a pasta I used to make. Mm -hmm. But okay. using zoodles and no heavy whipping cream, just like, you know, a little bit of olive oil mm -hmm. and the feta cheese and all that. And it tastes, you know, pretty good. 
yeah. what it is. <laughs> does, it, I, does it taste good? It's, it's fabulous. And I told her that I wanted to stay gluten-free. Okay. And so we do a lot of rice and we do gluten-free bread. So she has, she has done a good job to stay within my sensitivities, food sensitivities. And, um, and so I've, I really have enjoyed eating good foods that I, uh, my body works well with. And she's done a good job to just stay in that realm. Very cool, very cool. Jameson, tell me, what, what's your schedule like? What does one week for you look like? How much time yeah. are you dedicating to, <laughs> um, to this service? So it probably takes an hour and a half per person. If I do two people, maybe two hours, and then three, like three and a half. And I try and do them all in the same day, just so I can get like a break in between. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'll cook the food and then the same day drop it off. Because like chicken, cooked chicken only stays good for like four days. So once I make it, I have to like get it out. Mm -hmm. And I try to do that the same day. Okay, an hour and a half per person, is that for all the meals of the week or one meal a day? Uh, an hour and a half for three days of eating, gotcha. which means nine meals and six snacks. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then you also have to go grocery shopping, get all the supplies, and then also deliver them by hand. And this is all, this is a one, one-man production. Well, I, I have some help for my brother and mom who oh, might okay, deliver good. something. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they're here today as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, got some fans. Mm. I like it. Are you going to continue doing this so you're not gonna for the school year you said uh at least until january gotcha gotcha and possibly further on yeah possibly gotcha yeah. gotcha are you gonna take full advantage of this while while it's ready i am yeah. i'm enjoying it a lot do you like yeah. the the sunday through wednesday meals by jameson much better than the thursday through saturday by by anyone else um so i do all week so it's sunday to sunday Oh, you do? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh so I do all, I do Sunday to Sunday, yes, meals. Yeah. It's always exciting to see what she's got in these, because they're the um, microwavable plastic containers. Mm -hmm. And so she has sticky dots. So it's red and yellow, green and blue, and sometimes it's a double red, and we've even gone to triple red stickers, you know, okay. so I know what's all in one day. Yeah. So the refrigerator is full of three days worth of meals, so I have to make sure I color code my meals right. Um, <laughs> and so I, t I return them after I wash them, I re return them back to Jameson and then she gives me another set of meals for the second part of the week. Very cool, yeah. very cool. When did you first get into cooking? Um, probably June, 2020. Oh, not too long ago. No, but then actually kind of like more healthy cooking, probably January of 2021. Okay. So. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. And then she's, it's amazing what she cooks. And I'm like, yeah. where do you get your inspiration? You'd ask that question. I'm like, how do you come up with all these recipes? And how do you know what goes together? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> just figures it out. <laughs> I just eat what I would want to eat. Like if I wouldn't eat it, I won't make it. Okay. And that's kind of what mm -hmm. I used to determine. How many mm -hmm. clients do you have right now? Is it a, is um, it a very like packed? No, it's not packed, packed yet. I haven't really like branched out and tried to find that many people. Okay. Because I've had a few, and for them, like Lene, I'm just kind of testing it out to see if it would even be something. Mm -hmm. And now that I can see that kind of is, I'm trying to branch out and find people. Okay. Yeah. Do you find that doing this service, having the help from your mom and brother, is that making you guys, is this a nice family activity to do during the during cooking days, during delivery days? Uh, yeah, especially with my brother, because he'll come home from work, and then we'll just go together and drop off food. Fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun. I like that. Like, you get a personal aspect out of it, and, like, you have the family involved. It's very cool. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I have a personal chef. Yeah. <laughs> and they just drop it off at my door. It's just great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is fantastic. I need to... Maybe just I'll, try maybe it. I'll, I should try it out. I should try it out. Hopefully, can I get a free trial at discount? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, actually, uh, I do three days free just to see if you like it. Really? Yeah. There you go, Sam. That's part of it. I'll get on that. There I'll get on go. that most definitely. <laughs> awesome. Jameson, Lene, thank you guys so much for coming in. This was yes. so... You're welcome. Insightful. This is an awesome, awesome service that everyone watching, everyone listening should try out. Jameson Sachs, look her up. Uh -huh. Can can we find you online anywhere? Can we? How do we contact you? Um, I mean, I have a phone number. I don't really. Okay, yeah, that's okay. That's yeah. Facebook. No. No. We can got, figure it yeah. out. We can figure it okay. out. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Your dad's on Facebook. You can reach your dad. Yeah. Okay. At Ken Sachs. Ken Sachs. Yeah. Ken Sachs on Facebook. All right. If you want to get in touch with Jameson, email Ken Sachs from Facebook. On he's on Facebook. He's mm -hmm. on everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Lene <laughs> Jameson again. Thank you guys so much for coming in. This has been awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm, I'm Sam Perry, and this has been the Pulse with Spokane Talks. See you next time.
The economy is getting stronger, banks are lending again, and interest rates are at historic lows. Now is a great time to buy your dream home. The caring and knowledgeable professionals at Homes for You have been helping people just like you for over 20 years. They take the time to listen to what you want and will help you find just the right home in Washington or Idaho. Real estate is what we do at Homes for You, 928-5782, or visit online at Homes, the number 4, youspokane.com. This is River Ridge Frame Shop called Frame It Today, where we can take your art, customize it, and get it ready to hang on the wall. at River Ridge Hardware, 2803 West Garland. The world has changed a lot in 50 years, and Kimley Haygood has changed with it. We still provide our customers with the highest level of service. Whether it's financing, construction management, property management and maintenance, leasing or sales, our team is here to help you make the best decisions with your real estate. Weather in the inland northwest can wear you down. And if your gutters are in poor condition or you do not have gutters, you could suffer damage that could cost a fortune to fix. Rainman Seamless Rain Gutters has almost 30 years of professional experience in serving the Inland Northwest region and strives to ensure customer service that is second to none from the time you call to the end of the project. We are joined by Robin Nance, a local reporter with KXLY on Business Talks.
us today to learn how PowerView automation makes everyday living effortless. Starting a digging project? Before you reach for the shovel, you must click callbeforeyoudig.org, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. Protect our buried utilities and click callbeforeyoudig.org. Next up on Real Estate Talks, we sit down with Government Affairs Director for the Spokane Association of Realtors, Darren Watkins. Well, hi folks, Ken Sachs here, host of Real Estate Talks. Thank you for joining us for another great show. My guest today is Darren Watkins. Darren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. You bet. I, Tell us about yourself. I work as the Government Affairs Director for the Spokane Association of Realtors, and we work very closely with a lot of our local um, business partners, sure. uh, politicians, to try to help ease the concerns and the crisis that we're currently facing. Yeah, so you've been busy lately. I've been trying. We're trying at every avenue. I mean, it's um, it's abundantly clear that we are in a crisis. I mean, we are looking at housing prices 30% um, in just one year. Yeah. That's terrifying. Sure. Let's talk about that uh, crisis with the with the housing market, uh, not only in Spokane, but in a lot of places around the country, but let's let's focus here on the Northwest. Right. What 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 do we let's talk about that? Spokane is really 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 bad. Yeah. By every metrics, we're one of the we are the highest in the nation for increase in prices. We are the lowest, some of the lowest in the nation for amount of supply, and it really comes down to supply and demand. Sure. We have restricted growing in this region for the last ten years, and now that's coming back to bite us. Right. And so you say supply and demand. So our supply, we're, we're down to two weeks we're about, inventory. Exactly. We're about 94% reduction in inventory over the last 10 years. Sure. And, and I, I've explained before multiple times on this show what we mean when we say inventory. And folks, when I say uh, two weeks inventory, that means uh, at our current pace of sales, no new units come on the market. And at our current pace of sales in two weeks, everything's gone. That, that's two yeah. weeks inventory, uh, which which we've been, and that obviously is a seller's market. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have the supply, but we have this demand. And when the demand increases, what happens to prices? True. But it, it, they elevate right. and they escalate. And we're at a point now where, uh, where tenants who are um, uh, wanting to buy a house or even not wanting to buy a house, we have a shortage of rental units. Mm -hmm. And so that's putting uh, upward pressure on rents. Mm -hmm. And then so we hear stories of tenants getting a 500 or more dollar increase a month. Well, we should buy a house then. And, but there's nothing to buy. And there's nothing to buy. And, and we know from our data that over half of the people who rent right now in Spokane yep. are, are actively looking to buy a house. Sure. But... When their price range was that 150, 200, and suddenly those housing prices are now 250, 300, 350, that's 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 a there's a lot of folks that are in the marketplace right now just frustrated because there's nothing to buy. To put it in hard numbers, right now there are 300 homes for sale in all of Spokane County. By comparison, every month we used to see 2,800 homes. Yeah, wow. Just 10 years ago, and sure. it's. And, and on top of that, we have one more element that everybody keeps ignoring, but Wall Street Journal called this the great migration, probably the greatest migration in the industrial revolution mm -hmm. is that people don't have to live where they work. Right. COVID just exasperated That's that. Right. And now we are looking at increases of anywhere from eight, 10, 15, 20,000 people a year moving here from Spokane. And, and when they come here, they're coming from major metropolitan sure. areas. They've sold their home for a lot more. Suddenly the home in Spokane, prices that we look at and are astonished at, well, that's cheaper than they sold their house for. So they're like, oh, 400, oh, I'll go to 450. And, and, those, and that, all of those things added demand. We've gone too far with limited supply and who gets killed in the middle or squeezed out are people in Spokane 
who have traditionally seen prices at a certain level sure. that have only their wages aren't going up. Right. And the same with we know as well for renters, renters who rent prices always follow housing. It takes a little bit of a lag. But if you're increasing your housing prices 30 percent a year, rents are going to continue to rise. That's right. And, and you mentioned uh, folks moving here. I, I, I call them affectionately equity refugees. They're moving here for 50, 500,000 cash. Yes. So here- One in five homes right now in Spokane are actually being sold for cash. Right. That's a record number. And how am I a buyer who is going to get a loan? How am I going to compete with a cash buyer sure. who's going to who's going to pay fifty thousand dollars over asking correct i it i can't do it i can't do it and you're seeing and you're starting to see you're saying if there's any good news it's that you're starting to see that number sort of collapsing the the percentages over asking are starting to come sure. down a little bit but at the same time those those homes that were traditionally considered affordable are almost gone that's right that's right. Is there a light at the end of this tunnel? Where, 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 where are we going to be in two, three years, do you think? Like, is there any relief in sight, Darren? We're fighting like crazy for it. I mean, we are fighting so hard. Yeah. It's honestly, in our own city council, we have council members who can continue to insist there's not a crisis. Oh, my. And so it's a huge gap. And so we are pushing at every corner to start building more. Yeah. Right. Clearly, people have a need. Where are my kids going to live? Where, where are your parents going to come back and live? Where are, it's, 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 we have to start thinking about what we want to be as a city. Mm -hmm. And if we say, you know what, we're going to be like Lake Tahoe, those who have it, great. Those who don't, go somewhere else. Yeah. Or do we still want to be a vibrant city that can attract businesses, can attract people, can attract higher paying jobs? I mean, is that what we want? And that's, those are some hard questions. Yeah. So as far as, as any, as any hope, any indication, I mean, when you say city council who are, are there representing the people, yes. yet they say they're in denial of any kind of crisis. I don't sure. understand how. There's been some recent changes. Okay. So we just recently had this housing action plan that the city of Spokane came out with. Okay. And um, it was a fight. We, they had estimates on housing needs that, there wasn't a single expert that I could identify who agreed with that number. They were saying, oh, we only need 300 homes a year. Well, we could sell 300 homes a month sure. if they were available. And, and, there is, and, and we've been very persuasive now. We've gotten good data. We, we, we collected friends. We've written letters. And, and they're starting to come around and they're saying, okay, let's look at this. So we're hopeful. We saw some things at the, I mean, we're talking literally an hour before the vote mm -hmm. on this action plan, they came up with a five-page list of addendums. And we looked at that and said, wow, thank you. Because, and, it, and, it, and it's just the start of the process. Sure, It'll just open the doors to be able to build more, but you still have to have all the other elements, right? You need land, you need workforce, right. you need investment. But clearly, there's enough demand that that we think, we think can be good for everyone. If we focus on building, especially workforce, affordable housing, mm -hmm. um, you'll create a ton of construction jobs locally. You'll start um, enhancing local contractors to get back in the game and, and maybe grow another new generation of them. There's a lot of opportunity here and we're pretty excited about it. But right now we have to do and when people say, what's the magic bullet? I say everything. Yeah. Is it expand the, the borders of the growth met? Yes. Is it to maybe do some better jobs of, of making more homes in the same space? Yes. Is it growing up? Yes. All of it. We need all of it to try to, I don't know that we'll ever turn the tide on those prices, but at the very least, we can put a damper on what the growth is and at least supply housing with people who need it. Yeah, and it, it sounds like now you, you have the attention of, of city council and, and you're kind of getting them, okay, close to understanding really where we're at and having a true pulse on our market, mm -hmm. uh, maybe maybe relaxing some of the regulations, some mm -hmm. of the, the red tape that builders have to go through and, and I don't know, maybe some of the costs associated with having to build and, mm -hmm. and just, you know, make it a little easier. Someone wants to build a home, mm -hmm. 
so that they can build a home. Mm -hmm. um, so good. So, um, so we think that we're on the right track. We don't yeah. know what will happen to prices. I mean, prices will always come back down, but how far down will they come? I don't think you'll ever – all the demand curves do not point that direction, Ken. Down at all? Like No. In fact, if anything, our prices are rising, are escalating at an escalating rate. Sure. Just think about this. Three months ago, we were looking at 21% increase. Last month, it was 28 over last year. This month, it's 31% over last year. I – and the demand is still there. We know that there's all those people in apartments that are trying to get out. Know we know that there's there. all these people who yes. are moving here. Um, and there is every economist that we talk to says at least for the next three years, yep. you are still going to see this tremendous upward pressure on housing in Spokane. So we don't think that the famous cycle of real estate, we're, we're never going to go down again. It may flatten, but at this point, there is no indication whatsoever that you are seeing a, that this is a, there's nothing that shows why this is going up right. that says, oh, once that's satisfied, it'll go down. It's not there. Gosh. So, Darren, if I am listening to this and, and I, I want to buy a house, uh, maybe I'm renting or, or first-time buyer, getting married, you know, who knows what. What advice do you have? It's hard. Find somebody who's a savvy real estate professional yeah. um, because it truly makes a difference. Yeah. Oh. And, and I will say, when people say, oh, we've, we've been bidding on a house and it got 30 offers. Well, then you're going to have to make 30 offers before you get a home. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a patient game. It doesn't mean you can't be successful because every day Correct. people are buying homes. Correct. Right? Yep. But it may take some creativity. It may take some patience. It may change the idea about what your home is. Maybe you're thinking whatever that your vision is, you can change that. This may be this different area, maybe different size. Maybe it's the sort of thing there's a fixer. Those are things that suddenly you have to be more creative with to able to just get into the home. Sure, but you said it, and we say it all the time on this show, you have to be with a competent real estate agent. They have to be competent, especially now, Darren, because uh, six months ago or so, our statewide contract just went through a bunch of revisions mm -hmm. that not everybody knows about. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of dynamics within the provisions of our contract. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are favoring sellers. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're a buyer, you better be working with a real estate professional mm -hmm. who understands those new provisions and how to use those to your advantage being mm -hmm. a buyer. And I think that there are, uh, as a former loan officer, I would also recommend getting a good loan oh, expert. Yes. And, and I think that, so people say, well, what can I do besides just take time and, and save? Well, you can work on your credit score. Sure. Because I can tell you right now, rates are very aggressive for those who have better scores. Sure. And if you work with a competent professional, they will show you areas of how you can make enormous gains in that credit score. Yes. And so suddenly that changes what products are available, yep. your pricing structure, because if that is a low interest rate, it increases your buying power that much more. And right now, those interest rates are staying flat. Right. So they're very aggressive. And it gives you more buying power. Right. I just did a show with a lender, and we talked about that, how the typical consumer, hey, we go out on a, on a weekend to go look at homes, and we found something Sunday. So Monday morning, I'll call a lender. Hey, can I get a loan? No. Wait a second. Like, how long did you know you, know, you were going to buy a house? Right. When you know, that is when you talk to a lender right. as soon as possible. Because like you just said, Darren, a good, competent lender is going to be able to coach you on what to pay down, what to pay off. Don't worry about, don't do this, don't do that. So when it's time for you as a buyer to pull the trigger, you are in the best position sure. possible. But that takes a little bit of time. So don't call that lender the day before you want to draft an offer. Sure. Call them early on. And there's ways to craft those offers. Because sure. I got to say, the... the, the at the end of the day, it's all about how much is this going to cost me, right? Right, And and are there ways to protect myself? And there certainly are. And I know that like one of the questions you often hear is that, well, I don't want to buy a house because I don't want, I, what if something goes wrong and breaks? Well, there are tremendous products on the marketplace to help cover that, right? You can get homeowners warranties. You can get, I know part of that's all part of this. Right. When you, when you sit down with professionals who really know 
what's happening, and you give them all the details. This is much money. I've got. I can't go more than this. I'm worried about strapping myself. They will craft that approach in the loan package, in the purchase agreement, all of that, just to your needs. Great, great, Darren. We're out of time here, but my takeaways, if I'm listening to this, is you can be successful as a buyer. Yes. Don't give up. Don't wait. Don't wait. Talk to a lender now. Align yourself with a competent real estate professional. It's not so uh, my friend Johnny's sister's brother just got a license and so let's just work with him because we all do the same thing. That is not the case. So, And when we vote, add that to your list of things to look for in a candidate. Do they have solutions to solve this crisis? Solutions. Yes, I love it. Darren Watkins, Government Affairs Director, Spokane Association of Realtors. Thank you for being my guest today. And folks, thank you for uh, viewing into Real Estate Talks, and we will see you next time. Why are housing prices going up so fast in the Spokane area? Hello, I'm Darren Watkins with the Spokane Association of Realtors. It's a simple case of supply and demand. Since 2010, we have seen the number of available homes on the market fall dramatically from 2,348 in January of 2010 to only 164 per month in 2021. That's a 94% reduction in our housing supply. The result? Housing prices began to climb rapidly in 2015 with a median home price in Spokane County of $179,000. That same home today? would cost you 380000 That is, if you can even find a home to buy. For the last, I'd say at least 10 to 15 years, we've been, I think we've been underbuilding. We've seen this crisis coming uh, and nothing's being done to fix it. There are no homes to purchase. When there is a home that comes up that buyers like, you're, you're up against 20 plus other buyers who are making an offer on the same house. Adding to the crisis, thousands of families are fleeing major West Coast cities such as Seattle, Portland, and Los Angeles. Among the top destinations, Spokane, Washington. When you talk about an out-of-town buyer, they've sold that home in a, a coastal market, let's say, a, a Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, LA, take your pick, for a million and a half dollars and they come to Spokane and can replace that thing and be in a nicer home for a half a million. Uh, when there are 20 plus offers on a property that they feel like they don't have a chance. So now they're having to look at homes far lower than they're even qualified for because they have to compete with cash deals or something that goes so much further over the list price and it's extremely defeating for clients. The answer is clear. We need more homes immediately, especially for entry-level workforce housing. Every day that we wait, those costs are just going to keep going up and up. Kent got the chance to test drive the new 2021 Mustang Mach-E over at Wendell Motors. Check it out. Is this the 21 or 22 Mustang? This is the 2021 Mach-E Mustang. Okay. And why is this looking different from what I remember of my 1965 Mustangs? So since it's all electric, it kind of has a different customer base. Okay. So Ford wanted to kind of give it that sleek Mustang look in the front. Yes. And then in the back, it actually made it a hatchback because lots of the people who are looking to buy electric Mustangs need the space. Yes, yes. And for kids, for, yes. for groceries, for what, what we do yeah. on a daily basis, right. Yeah. yeah, so they kind of changed the style of this Mustang, which lots of people like, others don't. Well, let's look at the motor. Yeah, so let's open up the hood. And as you can see, there's no motor. Yeah. It's just storage. So here you have your four storage bins. Yes. You can put whatever you want in there. Um, it's, it's pretty handy. Right here you have your little escape switch, which okay. they put in because they're required to, yes. just in case someone's in there. So they put a little kidnapping picture on there. Yes. Even though no one can fit in here, Ford decided to make a little joke. I was going to say, I was going to say, if you're kidnapped, you're probably in there somewhere. Yeah. Right? And it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 100%. All right. And then back here we have your back area where you have the hard mats, your charger yes. that it comes with, and a cover that keeps any groceries or any items you have in the back covered so people cannot see it. 
Okay, and when you say charger, you're talking about what hooks up to an electric station. Yes, you so okay. you can, well, well, you can actually hook this up in your garage, plug it into a switch, and take right. it with you. I want one of those too. You do? Yeah. Well, we might have one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. Let's go for a test drive. Let's go. Okay. And it does have power seats, so you can go ahead and adjust those however you'd like. Okay, down on the wall, guys. I want to go back. I want to go back. Yeah, it should slide back so the wrong way. Yeah. It'll slide back if you just pull it. Anything I need to know? Okay, the so the gas pedal's right there. <laughs> the gas pedal? Yeah. Yeah, old term, isn't it? Uh, is it hard to get rid of that term sometimes? It is. Yeah. Okay. The windshield wiper in the back keeps going every so often. Does it automatically do that? Yep. Oh. Is it cleaning it off? Is that what Pretty it's Pretty much. So what it's doing is it's probably sensing dust falling on top of it. Oh, or ash since there's a fire nearby. Okay, I've got my foot on the brake. I'm gonna put it in reverse. Where do I do that? You have a little knob right oh. here. So what happened? I'm guessing R is probably the one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Why they why Ford actually is switching to the knob is because people would get in with their bags yes, or and catch groceries it. and catch it on the yeah. shifter and accidentally throw it in reverse or drive and it would create problems. And so they switch to a knob so that doesn't happen anymore. I'm gonna guess drive. Yep. Okay. I still want to do. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Yeah, it's got some giddy up. It does. Car. Yes. I was surprised, honestly. Okay. And so we're gonna take a left here. Okay. And you're gonna go around this roundabout and take the second exit. Okay. Which will be where those cars are driving right now. Yeah. And that'll take you right on. Nice the and smooth. And you can just floor it once you get on. Good air conditioning. And it has a great sound system. It comes with built-in subs. Nice. As if the parrots... I'm so going, I'm going this way. Okay. Yes. I'm going back, aren't I? Yep. Okay, am I going that way? Yep. Okay. All right. Too many choices. <laughs> so you can go ahead and... Nice, and just nice smooth forward. pickup. Yeah. Wow, okay. I just stepped on the accelerator doing 65. Yep. I don't want to, probably shouldn't say that because the police chief might call me and <laughs> talk to me next time he comes in to the station. But That's one thing about these electric vehicles where they do beat the gas is their acceleration is unmatched. Yeah. Okay, trying to figure out what's what here with the changes they're making because of the north-south. It'll be so nice when it's done. Uh-huh. It's going to be really handy. Yeah. Get you all across town a lot faster. Yeah. Well, and get a lot of the big, tra heavy traffic off of the division. Yeah. Which goes right Seriously. by the, your place there, you know. Yep. Which is good and bad for us because for business, we kind of yeah. want everyone coming by there and seeing our vehicles. Yeah, but I'm thinking of the trucks and yeah. the delivery things like that. that yeah, that will definitely help. And you can go ahead and try any of these um, features you'd like. You can even text <laughs> my mom if you'd like. <laughs> wow. As you can the, see, you can The also... ride is very comfortable. I love it. And going about 63, I don't know what the speed limit is. Um, we might find out the hard way. Um, <laughs> Uh, the pickup. Uh, Go ahead. the right. Okay. Excuse the expression. Kind of floors me a bit uh, <laughs> uh, because it does have quick pickup. It okay. does. Um, it shocks you. Is that more more because it's electric than gas operated? Do you think? Yes. Okay. 
Am I getting off? Yes. You okay. Can get off right here. I'm not used to having someone tell me where to get off. No. Oh, okay. Well, you, well, you will with the GPS on this. <laughs> oh, see. Do I get a choice of male or female? You can. You, you can. You can choose the voice. <laughs> um, you can just press that button I pressed earlier and say Costco, and it'll pull up three options for Costco for you on that. Am thing. I going left? Yep. So we'll take a left. Okay. Because you know, folks, if I don't ask where we're going, I'll do the wrong choice. <laughs> so, basically, you're looking at fifty to sixty thousand dollars depending on, on what for for this specific one. This is one of the higher ones, right, and it'll right. be closer to sixty. Right, right. But but the I'm not going to say it right. The Maki. Yes. Okay. That's more of the traditional look. Um, yeah. So the so the Maki is this one. This okay. this is the Maki Extended Range. Okay. So this one has a bigger battery, and it's the premium one that ha comes with all the features. Am I going now? Right? Um, no, you're going to go straight, and okay. then at the next light, okay. you're going to take. Okay. So the GT, the Maki GT that's coming out in the future. Okay is gonna be a little more traditional. It's gonna actually have an even bigger battery than this one, more technological features than this one. It really comes down to the battery, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yep. if the battery isn't charged enough, you're not going very far. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. And they do have, so there's a new charging station that they have around the country called DC charging stations. Yes. That can literally charge your battery like that. By going right. So you're gonna take a right at this thing. I'm like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's called acting. Thank you. And what a great experience. Pulls you really. Huh? When you pull up to the curb slowly, yes. that front camera will, part, will pop on so you can see how close you are to the curb. <laughs> you probably don't want me hitting the curb either. <laughs> okay. To pee for park, right? Yep, pee for park. And if you were to turn off the engine, it would automatically put it in park. Maybe I hit. Oh, okay. All right, I'm in park now. They're all gonna come out. And look. <laughs> See, you got an amateur with you, huh, Colby? Uh huh. Okay. So now, what do I do? We're gonna go, go in and buy one. Press the button. We'll go inside, fill out some paperwork, and you can leave here today with a Maki on the way. All right. Great. And that's a wrap on this week's episode of The Pulse. Thank you for checking out all the news and conversation over here at Spokane Talks. I'm Sam Perry. Stay frosty.